Hi, I'm Will Cedric. I'm Gabe. And this is Inside the Bar. Hey, Gabe. How's it going? Yeah, not, not too bad, not too bad. I'm a bit sleepy today. I'm extremely sleepy. Um, I actually went to sleep in the car today. When you have to sleep in your car... You've been kicked out of your house. No, <laughs> I haven't been kicked out of my house. Oh, okay. Sorry, I thought that was the end of that sentence. <laughs> no, no, I needed, I needed a little rest. And I looked at the car. It's just been valeted, by the way. They did a lovely job on it. Nice. And uh, I decided, I thought, do you know what? Actually, I could do with a little sleep. So... I set the, uh, my timer for 15 minutes and had a little sleep. That's extremely lazy. <laughs> I know, but it wasn't the most comfy thing either. It's quite a small car. Yeah. So. Okay. Um, 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 I think we, might should, we should get, maybe get beds at work. Yeah, maybe. Or just all lie on the floor. I'll tell you what, you know in nursery, <clears throat> yeah. when you get tired after story time, I'm talking three, no, is it three or is it like two o'clock? It's two o'clock, isn't it? You've had your lunch. If you've had a big lunch, it's yeah. like I mean, one o'clock. Like, you start to go, <laughs> you, probably one o'clock. You and your mate, you know, you get tired, you've been roistered-oistering all over the place. <laughs> and then you lay down on the, on the, on the carpet. And you... <laughs> I think you have a very different work day to me. I'm talking when we were small. Oh, okay, sorry. <laughs> I didn't, <laughs> no, didn't roister-doister no. someone until we'd wrestled to the floor and then have a nap today. <laughs> when you're a toddler... But when you're a toddler, uh, maybe you would have. Uh, when you're at preschool, you get tired, don't you? Yeah, okay. And even at school, actually, when I think you start... Do you have a little sleep now? I don't know. Four? When you're four? I don't think so. <clears throat> I think you have to go all the way through. Do you? You go home early, don't you, in the early times? In the early times, you go home early. But yeah. you do get tired. And I think it's probably happening here. So maybe the new work ethic should be a little nap after lunch. A little sleep. Power sleep. Maybe half an hour, yeah. That'd no, be just good. to make it. News, we're going to do the news. I'm gonna, I've got a news subject, actually. I've got a good set. news subject, actually. Go you go first. No, you go first. Mine involves John Reed. Oh, you go first. <laughs> so he messaged me. What, privately? Private message. An actual private message? Yeah, the first contact he's had since he uh, obviously left me and my mum behind well, went out to get some cigarettes he paid maintenance though <laughs> oh yeah but he never took me for a haircut no but, he still um, owes you that haircut <laughs> so John Reed got in touch with me yeah and said <coughs> does uh, he want to do a special no <laughs> it's better you know we did a little bit at the end of it inside the box yeah when I just put some random thing that we so said everyone, with no context if you don't listen this is like Inside the Bot is like a Marvel movie. You've got to wait till the end of the credits, and then there's a little bonus for you. If you've not listened, then you need to listen past. It's a lot worse than a Marvel movie, but we'll, <laughs> we'll skip past that. What are you talking so, about? So John messaged me, John messaged yeah. me, and he said, um, whenever I turn my car on and my phone connects to it on Bluetooth, it plays the last five seconds of the last podcast I was listening to. Okay. So every time for the last week that John has gone in his car and turned it on, if he's been listening to Inside the Bot, it's you talking about penises. What? <laughs> and not wanting a penis on your snowboard. Exactly. Who wants that? <clears throat> no one wants that, do they? Imagine if you're walking past John's car as he's... <laughs> and said, no one wants a penis painted on the snowboard. And it must sound... <laughs> Who would? Who would? No one in their right mind. And it must sound like he's just having a phone call with someone. I must point out that it's actually a whale's penis. Oh, OK. It's not even a human one. Because right. it's called whale cock. 
That's weird. I know. How, I don't know. It's not got anything to do with snow. I am going to say, <coughs> we're going to leave it there. Apart from that penis on a snowboard comment, none of that conversation made it into last week's podcast. No, because but there's the tiny little bit on the end of that one. Yeah. That one. The rest of that one was probably not. It was rubbish. It was a complete rubbish conversation oh, that we were having. Dear. And then you went off on one about a penis. And <laughs> it was relatable though to something else that we were talking about, right, wasn't it? I'm sure it was. Mm. Anyway, so that's that's my news about John. He's been listening to you talk about penises for a week. Oh well, I'm, I'm proud of him. Good. Um, what was your news? My news is, and I've actually done some uh, digging for you, team. You know, because um, I'm journalism is you know something. you're becoming a great investigative journalist. Yeah, and I, I I've got the right contacts. So, who's the best person, do you think, to talk about the arena floor with? Probably uh, Greg. He's that guy. It's his arena floor. So, um, I reached out to Greg and I said, Hey, Greg, we're going to do a new subject. I really want to do it with a bit of uh, intelligence. So, I want to talk. <laughs> why, are you, why are you laughing at that? I don't know. Intel. Not me necessarily being clever. All right. Although I am, by the way. Obviously. So, Greg, I said, hey, what about the floor? The floor's going to be a bit of a subject, this podcast. And the floor's already been above subject. And people are being crazy. There's the, um, the two Irish guys who do... They don't do a podcast, but they do a sort of uh, YouTube channel. I've forgotten the name of it. And uh, there's a, you can watch them watching BattleBots on the sofa. Okay. Illegally, by the way. Um, and they pop up. Well, they're illegally know. on a sofa. Exactly. That sofa's not right. <laughs> anyway, weird. so they talk about stuff and they were getting furious to the floor. One of them broke a table. Uh, it's not, I think it's a foe breaking of a table. He was furious. And they're going on about the floor. So I thought, you know what? I'm going to reach out to Greg and talk about the floor. I reached out to him. Don't Good. do that with your hand. So it's just miming and me reaching out. So have you heard of the ship of Theseus? Isn't that the concept that if you change every part of the ship, is it's it? still the same ship? Exactly. Like that guy on Only Fours and Horses. No, well, none of the people in America will know what Only Fours and Horses is. Only Fours and Horses is a TV show, and there's a guy who's, like, not very smart. And he's a street cleaner. And he says, I've had the same broom for, like, 20 years or something, and it's had seven new handles and five new heads or something. So is it the same broom? Yeah. <clears throat> so the ship of Theseus is a thought experiment, essentially. To tell, to tell us exactly that is it the same thing now did you, did you know that the BattleBots Arena is the, essentially the ship of Theseus it's been replaced over time but the original floor from the actual original times is buried in there underneath all of that bits and those frames are from the original times because obviously building an arena team is not cheap no so you wouldn't necessarily um, just make a whole new one because that's crazy so you're going to use what you've got. Now, it goes into storage every year, mm-hmm. but lots of people have been slaying the floor all the time. So yeah. the floor was replaced. It's replaced in layers over the top. So the original, original floor was underneath. So they don't, just, they don't just sort of weld patches onto it. That's what happens during the show. Now, did you also know that every single builder is emailed and told that the floor is not going to be flat? So every single one of them knows that the floor is not flat. Every single one of them knows that you can get caught on the floor. Playing with fire. Who? The builders. The builders. Now, who makes the rules up? Greg and Trey. It's their their baby. They make the rules. Well, obviously, yeah. So if you come and play in their playpen and they tell you the floor's uneven... 
You can't really moan when it's not. Even. Exactly. So, <laughs> um, now do you know what? This is where the sort of thing that the BattleBot supporters' money comes in. Okay, this is the sort of thing that they can do. They do have. They do want to change the floor. They do want to actually redo the floor, but they want to do it properly, and that's going to cost cash, like a lot of cash, to do it properly. So, we're abs- going to line it with cash. It's going to be covered in dollars. We absolutely right. fix, grind, weld, sandblast, repaint the floor between seasons. That floor is redone between seasons. When you get there, I've uh, seen it because we had the very first fight. It is fine. There's the odd gap because it's got actually got opening bits up, so it's got mm-hmm. like pneumatic opening bits. So those bits are never going to be even. So now, obviously, once the robots start fighting, and people like Paul and Ray chop it all up, what do they do between? They victimise those guys. They are the some of the badness, <laughs> right? What do they do? What do they do in the evenings? Do you think the BattleBots guys do nothing? Do you think they sit on their hands? No. Those guys are absolutely going out. We've got Pete and Matt. We've got some of the guys. Pete and Matt. Pete and Matt, right? Their work is underappreciated. Strapping lads. Those guys are, they're filling, they're welding, they're grinding at night whilst we're all all talking about the fights and sipping on Long Island iced teas and going to Cheesecake Factory. Those guys are grafting. And they're looking at every fight and thinking... That's gonna. I'm, I'm gonna have to stay late for that. Did you have a lot of cheesecake in America? I had. I. I <laughs> so when I went to America, I didn't think the Cheesecake Factory was a real place. I thought it was on. Um, what's that show? The Big Bang Theory. I thought yeah. it was a made-up restaurant for Penny to work in. It's a real. place. It's a real place. And you went there. And we went there. Um, the Ruckers, Hal and Kathy and Hannah, took me to the they Cheesecake love Factory. Cheesecake. Uh, well, no, they said it was a bit rich. <laughs> And we actually got one cheesecake, and Julia was with us as well. We actually got one cheesecake between us all. Because, you know, they put the calories in America. They're very hot on the calories. Yeah. And they put the calories on all the things. Do you know how, much, how many calories are in one single slice of cheesecake? How big is a slice? I need some miming. It's about six inches it's by like, about... It's probably a big about bit. three <clears throat> actual slices of cheesecake size. Yeah. If you buy it in a shop here. Yeah. Um, 1,200? 3,000 calories. Jeez, that's insane. So, these guys are fixing the floor. We're eating cheesecake. The floor, but the cloak said the floor is old. They do aspire to replace it. But at the same time, our sport doesn't actually attract much money. So, when it comes to doing a big replacement like that, do you patch, do you repair, do you put a thin layer on top, or do you start all over again and build a new floor entirely? You know what this is reminding me of? What? The village church roof. Exactly that. <laughs> Tell them about the village. These, these people don't even have a village, some of them. They don't even know what a village is. Every single village here in the UK seems to have a church roof that's leaky, and they're always raising money for it. That's it, really. That's a village church roof. So in the church... So we need to have a bake sale, probably. A bake sale. Um, that's what the robot supporters' money goes, so I'm convinced of it. If we get enough robot supporters, you'd see the other end of us eating, because you'd see the American cousins trying out the same foods the other way around, and I really hope that they'll do the same for us. What, suggest a food for us to eat? Suggest American food that for us to good. eat. We should, that should be a thing. We should be duelling. Duelling foods, exactly. Yeah. But no weird foods. I want traditional American foods. So that's it? No. What? So, <laughs> is that their it? goal is to make the flooring surface stronger and less susceptible to dents and gashes, okay? But even after we fix the floor, the individual modules may still have slight variations. Do you want the bottom line? It's probably never going to be level. Deal with it. I love that. No. 
That is, if you're building a robot and you know you're going to BattleBots, make sure you've got some ground clearance. Yep, and maybe have two different configurations for when you need the ground clearance and when maybe you want to risk it a bit more. When, um, and, and, but he also said that Cobalt getting stuck was actually um, a bit crappy. But that's in the rules. They can't change the rules. There are rules at the moment that says um, no unstick. So if they actually, if Cobalt had got stuck within the first 60 seconds, they would have gone and unstuck them. But after 60 seconds... No one sticks. No one sticks. They are actually thinking about... Um, potentially there's another thread with rules changes of how we might alter the rules. Um, and lots of people will want their tuppany hape in Earth put in. But actually what it's got to be down to is Greg and Trey haven't had a chat yet. They may not change the rules, but they, they'll maybe think about some small tweaks on the rules to help this sort of thing happening. Um, what they really want to encourage, I think, is to make robots continue to fight. Yeah, I think everyone would have liked to see the end of that fight. So, um, uh, watch this space. Remember, team, that this isn't uh, a democracy. It's very much um, an empire. So we will do what we're told, but that is a competition. These are the rules. This is what the floor's like. This is the battle box. Come and fight. There you go. And don't moan. So that's the news. That's Your little news. inside scoop from Greg. Yeah. We'll talk about that. A really nice <clears throat> guy as well. Just chip straight in there. <clears throat> He's a great guy. Yeah, you can go to him. So we've got Hal coming on later and he'll, yeah. he'll talk us through the fight. Okay. But for now, inside the shop. Um, because we've backed up with these things, I've not been even to the shop. Um, I unloaded Sabretooth and he's you back got in it the out shop. Finally. It's out of the car. Um, Al helped me. Nice, well done, he Al. He was doing a great job. He was making a barbecue for the uh, local school. Huh. <laughs> they had to cook for 300 people. He wasn't sure that it was going to be enough. Was it a steel drum barbecue? It was. Oh, that's old school, isn't and he it? was converting it. I did check that it had been cleaned and apparently been recycled, so any oil residue wasn't there, so the children were going to be safe. I think that's the, that's another very British thing. What making a barbecue? I think that's very American, isn't it? Oh, I don't know. So the church roof thing, yeah, with the barbecue, and then school barbecues always seem to be half of a steel drum. Well, of course, oil but... drum. Is that true the world over? Um, well, we need to um, do when you uh, you got. Uh, see, the Americans aren't going to have a steel drum. They're going to have got a decent barbecue, aren't they? They're not going to be wanting a steel drum. No, so we just cut a cut an oil drum in half, fill it with coal, and cook on top of it. Exactly. Not coal. With a, not, well, I don't know, whatever you call it, charcoal. charcoal yeah, same not coal. Thing. That's going to be weird. <laughs> um, or a nice oak chippings on there to give yourself a lovely barbecue flavour. I don't like go. barbecues myself. Um, annoying. Unless someone else is doing it. Yeah. Because, um, conventionally, all... I find it a bit sexist, the barbecue. Why? It's a traditionally a man's role, and I don't see why it should be. <laughs> well, I think. Why does the man take over on the barbecue? You're you touching have my to. foot yeah. again. You've got a bit that. powerful there, it's exciting. Oh, I see. So, um, <clears throat> why does the man take over with the tongs? Give him some tongs, he never cooks normally, and then suddenly the tongs are out and he's all over it, taking it off you. Uh, Take it off you. Oh, it doesn't matter. I'm, I'm channeling at the moment. Well, you know, you've done all the hard work. You've done all the prep and the salad and everything else. And suddenly cop tops up holding a beer in his vest. That's the thing. But actually, <clears throat> it's probably the only time my dad helped with the cooking at home. So, you see. So really, he's actually helping there. Except he does make a nice chilli con carne. Yeah, and he likes, you know, you go down and light the chimney in the uh, garden. Where? The chimney, do you know a chimney? Our neighbour's got a chimney. What's that? Lights it up, tries to entice us over to sit round it and then drink a bottle of wine. Oh, is that like, looks a bit like a pizza oven? 
Yes. Okay. It's like a warm thing. And Steve, if you do listen to it, you know, one day we'll get to we'll get to do that chimney. I doubt you do. Um, Could be a swinger. <laughs> he hasn't got a pampas grass in his garden. You need to be careful there. Uh, maybe. Trying just to lure can... you in with this warm pizza oven looking thing. And then, boom, you row hypnoid. <laughs> oh, I hate um, what happens. I know. Um, where were we? Oh, yeah, <laughs> the shop. I took Sabretooth out, Al made a, made a barbecue. Great stuff. Should we get onto BattleBots? Yes. <laughs> so, last week we didn't have the bonus fight. We but... talked about it, and I could see why we didn't have it. Because um, it hadn't been released when we recorded. <laughs> But I can see why. <laughs> but if you I can waited, see why. if you waited for this, if you were, let's say, you're a little kid and you're in your pajamas yeah. and you like really wanted to see the bonus fights, you love your fights, and then you watched it, you'd like. Oh. Who was fighting? Petunia. I love Petunia. The Dutch robots. And Warhawk. Um, Warhawk. Which is like it looks a bit like a crab. Hmm? It's got those eyes on it at the top. They're not eyes. They're like rollers, so it can run inverted. But it looks a bit like. Uh, it looks like. Someone got Paul's robot. Yeah, made it worse. And made it worse. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got Warhawk. That's really mean. They've tried hard on that. You just said that. I know. Emmanuel's the designer of Warhawk. Um, Emmanuel, he does actually, when you look at it close, it's a lovely job. But he obviously got fixated and had Bite Force stuck on him. When yeah. he, was like, he had loads of pictures of Bite Force all around him. He didn't realise he was like trying to not design it, but he couldn't help himself. Well, you get tomb phones as well, don't you? Exactly. It's, like, it's what happens. So It's a winning formula. <clears throat> I do like Petunia, though. So let's just get into the fight. It was, I mean, Warhawk has some great hits. Eventually, Petunia was KO'd. Well, that tiny guy got underneath Petunia... And oh, that was good, yeah. A minibot actually and got involved. To be honest, I think Petunia's link fell out. Yeah, maybe. Because the link's in the back, and if you kept getting whacked in the back, if someone kept on bashing your back door, you would, you're probably your link's going to drop out. So Some, I think the link fell out. Someone will come loose, yeah. Exactly. So, do you know what? I'm not being... <sighs> Petunia, Warhawk, it wasn't a great fight. No, but there were shades of old school robot wars in this. There was shades, yes, definitely. And I loved, I loved the really slow self-right. <laughs> the slowest self right in fact it was so slow that they got bored and knocked them back on their wheels themselves yeah. um, well I was excited when I saw the bonus fight and then I watched it terrible <laughs> let's get on to the actual next fight Duck v Cobalt <laughs> that can't be the last thing I say terrible so Warhawk won by KO yep um, but there were no real winners here no I don't think so someone's link fell out on to Petunia season... needs to be fixed yeah season 4 episode 4 oh I love Rotato that's going to be next <laughs> That's not yet. I know, but I, I love up, the sound of it. First up is you and uh, your, your buddy Hal. Me and Hal. Cheesecake friend. <clears throat> Let's talk about it. Hal, how's it going? It's going very well here in California. Beautiful day. Um, and what's your temperature at the moment? I don't know. I haven't gone outside yet. Do you think it's, uh, is it I'm hot? I'm going to guess 70 degrees okay, Fahrenheit. So not too bad then. Not too bad. We, we were warned... Um, on Friday uh, by the ambulance service um, about a heat wave and I think they were saying it was going to be topping 30 over here which uh, maybe about 80 is that uh, about the right conversion so it's been hotter than San Francisco by the sound of it yeah we're actually going to be in London in two weeks and we'd like you to make it cooler there for us it, okay I'll try and well the British weather will definitely be very fickle so um, expect rain <laughs> anyway, enough small talk. Um, we talk, we're here to talk about duck. 
um, and you are the captain of Duck. So uh, Duck is new and improved this year. Um, could you tell us uh, what you changed and why you changed it? Sure. So we made several changes to Duck. Um, most of them uh, are difficult to see unless you open up the lid and look inside. Uh, we uh, last year, last season, we had problems with our wheels getting broken off. Right. So we wanted to deal with that problem. So we made the wheel shafts larger and out of steel instead of titanium. Uh, we also redesigned the wheels themselves. Uh, so the way they mount to the drive shafts uh, protects the shafts more than they did in the previous season. Uh, so bigger, stronger wheels. And then one big change that is visible is we moved the uh, axis turning point of the plow to the middle of the robot instead of the front of the robot, uh, which gives us more degrees of freedom. The plow can spin 360 degrees all the way around the robot. Uh, it gives us more leverage on the lifter. Uh, we're essentially trying to make our active weapon more effective and add a little bit of an offense to our weapon rather than just a lot of defense. Uh, got you, got you. <clears throat> so um, one thing that we'll we'll talk about is I think the wheels were definitely a success because um, we saw them take a number of hits. Um, you, were you pretty happy with the wheels? Yes, uh, I'm limited by what I can talk about because we haven't seen the whole season yet. But in our first two matches, we ended the match with all four of our wheels intact. So, so far, so good. Uh, the changes seem to be working. Good, good. Um, so Duck should be now, um, uh, we should probably tell people that um, Duck is, I mean, because obviously I've seen inside it as well, um, it's built to be a tank it's built to be um to have to be able to lose a wheel and still carry on um tell us a bit about the design ethic inside duck if you look inside duck you'll see a lot of redundancy uh there are four motors one for each wheel there's another motor to make the weapon spin around every motor has its own gearbox and its own box of electronics and its own battery. So they're completely independent. Uh, so we could lose a battery and only one motor would go out. Uh, we could lose a radio and only one subsystem would go out. So lots of redundancy. And because we you know, made the plow bigger and the wheels bigger and all that redundancy, we had to lose weight in other places. Right. Um, so we were really meticulous about trying to lose weight in the right places. Um, so for example, we took all our motors apart and turned them down to the minimum just to lose the weight from the motor bodies. Uh, lots and lots of little tricks like that uh, that helped us make weight. Okay, so I mean, you actually so that that you actually took the motors apart and machined the motors themselves down to 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 actually save some weight, and that's I mean that's quite committed, isn't it? Yeah, especially <laughs> when you have to make spares. Of course, so. <laughs> you can't just buy them because they'd be too heavy. Exactly, exactly. Or you can't run to another pit 
and say, hey, can we borrow your motor? That's crazy. Oh, so um, before we get on to we're going to talk about the fight. But there's another thing that's different this year. Um, so you, um, people have asked how I got on the team, because we hadn't met each other before um, the Duck, uh, before, sorry, a Duck was on um, BattleBots. So um, people have been asking, so what made you ask for team members and how did you do it? In the past, the team has been me, my daughter Hannah, and my wife Kathy. Uh, so the three of us have unloaded, loaded, fixed the robots all ourselves. But this year, Kath, uh, Hannah split off and formed her own team with a robot called Marvin. So now we've got two robots to maintain, and um, I made the difficult decision to get team members to help us. It was just too much for the three of us to do. Yeah. Especially with this new format in BattleBots where you're probably going to have at least four matches and you have to fix between every match. Of course. Uh, so I just posted something on Facebook hoping that there was someone available who knew enough about robot combat to be useful but not so much that they uh, had their own team at BattleBots. Yeah. Is that how we found you? Through Facebook? You did, yeah. Because I just messaged you and said, uh, I know a little bit about robots. Because <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't sure if you knew who I was. Um, so I didn't want to be sort of like a, you know, an arrogant ass and go, I can help you this. Um, so I just said, I know a little bit about robots. And you said, uh, I think you're overqualified. <laughs> yeah, I knew enough about you to say, are you sure? <laughs> really? Because all I really needed was someone to help me move heavy things around and turn a wrench every once in a while. Yeah. Um, so, but hey, it worked out. No, I mean, for me, I've never been to BattleBots um, because I never got to point chance where my robot was either ready or um, I didn't have the time or it wasn't selected, which um, happened, I think, probably more than once. Um, so for me, it was an opportunity to go and I didn't mind even if I had to carry boxes all day because... Uh, you know, for me, going to BattleBots has been, it was a dream since I think about 1999 when we used to watch, <laughs> when he first came out. So it was, it was, a, for me, it was amazing. So thank you. Cool. Cool. So let's get on to the fight. We're going to fight Cobalt. Um, we've already seen it destroy Sub-Zero. I mean, annihilate it. Um, how did you feel before the fight? I'm typically not afraid of spinners. You know, I've fought Tombstone and I've fought Minotaur and at BattleBots and I've done them a lot, both of them and other vicious spinners at RoboGames. So I'm not really afraid of them. Um, but once the match actually started, I was afraid of them. <laughs> okay. okay. I'm not afraid of losing. No. I'm like afraid of getting hurt. Yes. Yes. It, it was hitting us really, really hard. Uh, I mean, I've watched the fight back now about three times. Um, and I think we were probably numb at the end of it, even though we'd won. Especially when you see us look at each other and like go, what the f had just happened there? Um, but Yeah, and you didn't really have much to do during the match except watch because they broke our weapon pretty early on. I noticed, actually, that so the weapon, I think, was broken within about... I think the second or third hit broke the weapon, didn't it? Yeah. Now, 
I wasn't expecting it to hit us that hard. I mean, it, 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 it was more like the saw than anything that was doing the damage. Yeah. And I think it's a combination of them just being a vicious robot and us being a perfect geometry for them to get good bites. Yes. So do you know what? I'd forgotten, but I, I really had high hopes for that first push. And I can't for the life of me see when we raised the beak how it came out from underneath. It seemed we were pushing them, and I couldn't see how it could have failed. Yeah, if I could pat my back self on the back a little bit, that was a good first move. It was an amazing first move. Um, it's right. It's right where I wanted to get to, and uh, you lifted at the right moment, but it slipped right off, and it's it's impossible to tell why from the video. Yeah. So and that that really uh, set the fight, the rest of the fight, because. Once we missed, we were a little bit out of control and caught in the corner, and then they just manhandled us. I mean, yeah, once, that, that once, I, once it slipped off, the beak had come off, and they hit then the body. And at that point, we were rolling and rolling and rolling, and there's yeah. nothing we could really do to get back from that. I mean, all I can say, it was just super brutal. Um, I can't... Now, I've been trying to wrap my brain. I wanted to, I was been saving up to talk to you here because we obviously haven't spoken until about the fight until now. Um, when he's stuck, you, you drive back towards him. You almost touch him. I mean, I, I can't remember if I shouted to you, stop, don't touch him. Or, <laughs> it's, or I, yeah. Even now, when I watched it, like yesterday, I went, oh my God, he's, no, he's not. I know he's not going to touch him. He stays stuck. But... Um, yeah, it takes a while for my brain to register that he's not moving. Right. And after two and a half minutes of trying to move as fast as I can, it's it, my brain just doesn't shut shut off that quickly and deal with a situation. Yeah, yeah. It's exactly what I did with Tombstone last season. Right. I made that left turn right into his weapon and lost another wheel, which I still have nightmares about. <laughs> <laughs> Do you get? Uh, but I, I didn't hit him hard enough. I didn't hit Cobalt hard enough to dislodge him. No, no, no. I mean, I don't think you actually hit him. It just looks like you're going to nudge him, just yeah. very slightly, um, <clears throat> which hope, which may have knocked him off. I don't know. Um, now, um, judges, not judge decision. They were counted out. So um, Duck wins. But what do you think of the win? Um. How do I say that? The, a few points. Yeah. One is, and I don't want to start any conspiracies or anything no, about this. No, 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 not at all. But at the moment, the fight was taking place and they weren't moving. I didn't think they were stuck in the floor. I get you, yeah. And I also don't think they were high-centered. And when I watched the video, it confirms what I was thinking in the heat of the moment. Because when you're stuck in the floor or you're high-centered and you're moving your sticks back and forth trying to dislodge yourself yeah. or get off what's holding you off the ground, you can see a little bit of vibration in a robot's body when, when you're shaking it, trying to shake it loose. Yeah. And I didn't see any vibration when they were trying to get themselves off. Now, I, that's total speculation on my part. Okay. And it's up to them to go online and talk about what really happened. 
Um, I, but I'm not 100% convinced that it was the floor that was the problem. But doesn't matter because uh, they stopped. <laughs> um, so uh, let me throw a couple of cliches at you. Go on then. One is you make your own luck. Yep. And the other is every bot has at least one weakness. Yes. So I feel like in that match, we made our own luck by surviving. We were alive long enough for their weakness to get them, which is they're really low to the ground. Exactly. Um, so I don't think we got lucky so much as they got unlucky. I get you. No, no, I get you. I mean, from my point of view... We're going to talk about the floor in this, um, not not now, but in the in the podcast. We're going to talk about the floor, and there's lots of griping about the floor. But what I think people need to remember is, the all the builders know that the floor is uneven, and the floor can catch you out, and it probably should be counted as a hazard, as much as the, um, you know, the pulverizers and everything else, because if you design your robot to be a floor hugger and not have that ground clearance, then surely you've got to expect that issues might arise from that. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of problems with duck. It has its own weaknesses, but one of its strengths is that it can use its plow to free itself. Exactly. Um, so we put a lot of energy into creating that feature. Um, so I guess the bottom line is I thought it was super entertaining. Of course. Um, and no one should feel sorry for Cobalt because it's still the preliminaries. They're one and one, and they've proven themselves to be frighteningly destructive. Exactly. Exactly. And amazingly, uh, Duck is 2-0, and o, um, which has got to be down to amazing driving, great skill, and design, sir. Thank you very much. Thank you. <laughs> um, thanks for coming on. And um, we will hopefully talk again very soon. That's it. That's it. You did it. What did you think of the fight? Oh, I love this fight. So it's this is what I've been waiting for. This is the stuff this of legends. You know, it? this is bots getting thrown across the arena. This is like flailing around. It's crazy times. And it's... it was really good. And you know what? I like... It's a Hollywood blockbuster because it's got the twist at the end. I like the getting stuck under the floor. The little guy wins. Yeah, it was a technicality, but you're kind of rooting for him the whole way around anyway. Yeah, and he's got a, you know, I love that with the things. Like, he's looking at you. No, he isn't because he hasn't got a face. Just amazing. I mean, and it was a brutal fight. Exactly. Um, also, one question for you. Go on. At what point was your work done? Third hit. <laughs> Literally third hit. And then it's like yeah. you can do and then, nothing. And then it's me probably shouting at Hal to uh, make some space and to try and get out of his way. Um, or you notice when like, we talked about it, but when he goes to nudge him, I'll be going, don't, don't, don't touch him like that, because that's my thing. <laughs> and that's because I shout at John, and, you know, John sometimes doesn't hear you, so you do have to shout. So I basically was treating Hal like John most of the time <laughs> when I'm shouting at him. Um, and obviously Hal shouts back, and but John shouts back as well, so it's all good. It's what a great fight. Amazing fight. And um, we'll move on from any controversies. We've covered them off. We've covered on the floor. Um, yeah. You know, you've got to design into it. Yeah, you've got to take it into account. Right. So next the next one. one rotator. On. Rotator. Rotato. Rotator. Rotato. And bombshell. Would you like a rotato? Stop it. A rotator. Rotator. 
rotator What's rusty. happened to the rotator that we all knew that's got two? It doesn't... It's not there, is it? Oh, a rotator with the creepy fingers. Rotator. He, oh, he moved those... fingers on you. He noticed before they're a bit stubby and they wouldn't get underneath people, which we did point out to him. He's now shaved them down. Oh, I've shaved my fingers. I've shaved my fingers so they can get right in underneath you. Oh, they're all He's creepy. got his four little chunky feelers that he puts out the back. He's got his rotator that he spins. Face is down at the moment, so it's an undercutter. It's nice. Um, and he's basically... You know, I thought rotator got into the show because it had the, the amazing twin spinning discs and he could do the rotating attack where he hits you and then he bangs you in the butt with the other one. The double bang. But now he's taken it away. So this is classic BattleBots. Oh, yeah, it's got this, it's got this. Oh, that bit broke. <laughs> I thought it had a flipper. Uh, no, it broke. Nice. We just welded it on. It's now just a spinner. It's a vertical disc. I could say, I'm going to go. This, we've had this before. I'm going to bring a flying ninja jujitsu robot that punches people in the face. And then you bring it and they go, oh, I thought... Yeah, but at some point you're just taking the piss of that. I, I think this is on the cusp, but it's not. No, it's not. It's, it's a cusp. It's a cusp. Definitely. Definitely a cusp. <clears throat> I'll tell you what's taking the piss, actually. Go on. Do you know what? There's a, I came to work this morning, all fired up, right? This Go is on, just, yeah. I came to work all fired up. That's not like There's you. some person parked across the freaking driveway. How can we get into work, into the staff car park? I can't park there. Someone there. So I left them a very rude note. What did you write on your It had note? one word on it. What was it? It was really bad. What was it? Just the, the terrible word. I was that furious. What letter did it start with? C. <laughs> Fair enough. It's preventing work happening. I think he got the message or she got the message. I mean, it's double yellow lines. You can't block someone in. What happens if there had been an emergency vehicle? Anyone will leave that. I don't feel... I'm not super proud of it, but I think I got the message across. What did you do while you waited for them to move? I double parked myself. I had to legally park myself. I, I you know, risked a ticket. <laughs> did you leave a note on yours? <laughs> Should have left. No, I didn't lock anyone in. I used a residence parking. Ah, uh, OK. So if I hadn't had a permit, then, you know... There you go. That would have been, that would have been bad. Anyway. So you've done the opposite of a good deed today. I don't know, sort of reverse like rotator, rotator-y bombshell. What do you yeah. think of this? Bombshell. Don't look at my notes. You need to make your own notes. I don't need notes. I was there. Okay. Well, you say that and then you don't remember things. Rot- <laughs> tell me about the Tell me about the fight. <laughs> you tell me about the fight. <laughs> so, I can tell you exactly about the Go fight. Go on, then. Bombshell is... Do you know what? There's something wrong with bombshell. In what way? <laughs> It's just not really finished. It was doing all right. So it was doing all right early on. It's never done really. <clears throat> it drove it around. Nice, it got some nice hits, but then it was really lethargic. It got. It just looks like it's just not been sort of really dialed in when it was before. Mm. So yeah. it must be a new bombshell designed on the old bombshell. Um, the disc set. I, you know, I like the look of it. I like the look of it. It looks nice, but it just. But it's, it's always looked nice. It's lacklustre. That's the problem. The luster's just not there. And what I really love about this fight is that rotator just rips the bottom out of it with its undercutter. All of yeah. that business, all the sparks coming out. He's ripped his belly out. And that, like, panel comes off and then just slides away. And exactly. it's got, like, a little bit of, um, kind of, a red-hot ember on it as well. Has it? Yeah. Okay. So it, it, was, was, it was heated up. It was heated. Yeah, there you go. Well, that was the massive killer blow on the side, wasn't it, by a rotator? And then it was... It was... Dead. Dead in the water. And now we've got Bombshell on 
Owen too. He's not looking good for them, is Desperado, he? Desperado, I reckon. That, I mean, they deserve another chance. They, yeah, but they've got two other fights. So they've got to win both these fights legitimately, the next two. I think if you're a selection committee... <laughs> you're going to be like... You're going to be a bit annoyed that they couldn't self-write. Yeah, no, exactly. And that's exactly what I said about them, is that surely if we're picking things, selection committee, you should say, does your robot self-write? And if they say yes, and you can go, I don't believe you, where's the self-writer? Let's tip it over and see. Let's tip it over. That's the sort of smart thinking. And you go... <laughs> But this is the problem. Once you've got your robot there, does your robot self-write? Oh, yeah, of course it does. You get there. Oh, it's broken. Oh, we haven't got any... The robots, there's no... You can't just ping robots out your butt. They're, you, you go and you have to work with what you've got sometimes. Poor Greg and Trey. I, if I was them, I'd be furious most of the time, I reckon. If I went around BattleBots and saw people just... Just, be, just being asses. I mean, like, not who would what? turn up at a robot competition without a self-writer? Someone. Who would crazy, do that? I don't know. <laughs> Sometimes, yes. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I can't believe people would do that. It's just... You're right. People, you know what? We've happened to us all. But bombshell, they've got no excuse. <laughs> Shut up. Okay. I love that you just walked into that one as well. That was good. Uh, so then we had a little segment of Quantum kind of like ripping through things. That oh, was this nice. is Jenny. Jenny yeah. and Quantum. Grant, the little, little monkey, he's... Um, we did tell him to get his hair cut before that show. He didn't know, he said he didn't have the time. But it was looking scrappy. He's almost got like a... Uh, he's got a little mullet, hasn't he? He's got a mullet. Yeah, he knows that. He, we tried to get him a haircut in China as well, but, but he wasn't up for it. A mullet's meant his... to be business at the front and party at the back, but there's no business going on there. <laughs> no, but the he's other thing, remember, if you're in America or yeah. you're in China, they won't have your haircut records. So you've got to be careful which barber you go to. Mm, and you need to make sure, it's like a dentist has your mm. dental records, haircut records are important. So um, he's looking a bit scrappy. That's actually how they identify you if you are yeah, found. from your haircut. Especially over here, because all our teeth are fucked. Hey, ours are. <laughs> mine are perfect. I had my a brace, look, on the top. Not on the bottom, didn't need it. But <laughs> Yeah, I think you did need we it. Mustn't st- <laughs> we mustn't stereotype our teeth. Mine's bad at the bottom, because I didn't wear my retainer. Mm, you're an idiot anyway so that was the quantum segment they didn't let her uh, kind of play with the button did they no because it's a dangerous thing it's a dangerous thing (coughs) and they were indoors as well which I thought was crazy well do you know what I think in a controlled environment all these things are safe and if if you can't be safe with the Coopers who can you be safe with those guys are safety they are no they are safety exactly Cooper safety you know it's got the Cooper stamp right I'm sure they both did a risk assessment exactly and you know they impressed Jenny with James impressed her by hammering off the piece of aluminum. He showed great muscle there. He did. Powerful. <laughs> Moving on. Rainbow and Nelly the Yelly Box. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Oh, nothing. I just remembered um, something. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we got basically a tomb clone versus some kind of blacksmith clone without the fire. That's how I'm reading it. Also known as just a hammer bot. Oh, it's not a tomb clone. It's, it's actually a carbide clone. Oh, it's a carbide clone. I suppose it's, it is. Yeah, it's, it's carbide. Kind of it's, like, it's more boxy. It's a mini guy. <laughs> so you've got a carbide clone, and you're talking Nelly the Ellibot is like a blacksmith? Yeah. Electric hammer, isn't it? It, it is. There I, you I go. never knew that a trunk went out the back of a robot. But if you're going to hit someone, you need to probably arm it up. I mean, when you're, when you're doing like the kind of... Elephant slap. The big elephant kind of trunking noise that they make when they've... Trumpet, 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 that's the one. Trumpeting. Yeah. And then it's coming down and smashing on the robot. Yeah. 
Um, I mean, it's fun, isn't it? Well, it's two fun robots here. Two fun robots, I suppose. Although, you know, Rainbow's a pretty serious guy. Yeah. <laughs> He's dressed as a unicorn. What's wrong with being dressed as a unicorn? I mean, I heard a comment. Maybe, I, he heard a, I heard a comment about it with someone I was watching it, and it was a bit rude. Couldn't what did really they say? say? Was it some sort of strange, uh, like, sort of sexual thing? Like, well, a, like he's a furry. I mean, are furry sexual? I'm not sure they are. I think they are. I think that's the whole thing of them. What you dress as a, dress as a teddy and then? Yeah, I think so. Sleep with your man. I think it's a sexual thing. Is it? I think I so. Thought, I mean, why do you really like dressing as an animal or a teddy? Well, just you're not one. You're not a furry. Unless it becomes a sexual thing. Oh, okay. I think you're just someone who likes a warm onesie. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Anyway, I don't think the Russians are seeing it like that. Um, it was originally called... Um, Animal sex. Pinky <laughs> 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 oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> What was it originally called? It was originally called Pinkie Pie, but I don't okay. think it's allowed to be called Pinkie Pie because that would have, yeah, that would attract um, copyright issues with My Little Pony. Sounds like Pink Eye as well. So <laughs> it does sound like Pink Eye. So um, they changed it to Rainbow. Um, I, I laughed at originally because uh, you noticed the translator's Julia is actually from the Marvin team and she speaks Russian because oh, she okay. is Russian, half Russian. I don't think she's fully Russian. I think, um, but also a Canadian. Interesting story. Hello, Julia, if you're listening. Maybe it's um, fine. And I. We did question her pretty cunningly And actually she gave herself away Pretty foolishly at a couple of points And the picture of Putin in her wallet didn't help <laughs> Anyway I reckon, I'm sure that the The Russian guy didn't actually What Julia said that he said didn't He didn't say I'm sure there was a bit more to it When someone said, what did you think of that fight? And he goes, well, of course we won Look at the state of it <laughs> <laughs> talking about Nelly in his Russian. So uh, those so you're like, oh, and you can't say that. So I think there was, I'm sure that She's being very diplomatic. Exactly. <clears throat> or they cut it. Because she's a diplomat. Or a spy. <laughs> anyway. So, I mean, we'll talk about the, talk about Nelly, the Nelly, Nelly got top, just broken, didn't it? I mean, <clears throat> where the wedge was, it was fine. Unfortunately, it had a lot of robot above the wedge. <laughs> and the wedge is slopey, so it feeds it into the plastic. Mm. Um, crowdfunded robot. Um, potentially, you know, electric axe. I imagine it's got an e-tech driving it or something yeah. stupendous. Um, it seemed to drive around quite nicely at the beginning. Um, it didn't last. It seemed to be, you know, um, didn't last at all. And the commentators are having a, a good time. They loved it. They wanted oh, to buy it. Eyes. It's got oh, their eyes. They times. love it when uh, face gets ripped off, don't they? Savages. So anyway, um, Nelly team lost that fight. Yeah. The crowdfunded dream. Dashed to pieces. They got, uh, I think, 1,200 Did they? pounds, I think. That's really good. That's pretty good, isn't it? That is very good. Um, Go, I mean, it's not, it's not a massive dent in your robot budget, I would imagine. Well, it's quite... It's a, well, the thing about it is you need to obviously... You wouldn't say no to it. Of course not. I mean, you know, it's going to buy you some bits, isn't it? But you know what? I like the attitude. Yeah. And, you know, they got into it. They raised the money. She was having a great time. Rainbow wins by cow. You've not been doing the squares, have you? I haven't got any notes. Red squares, blue squares. Oh, you've got no notes. <laughs> I have. Who, was it red square or blue square? Don't know. Oh. <laughs> Moving on. I feel like Rainbow is maybe in the blue square. Mm. No, no, no. Rainbow's in the red square. In the red square. Yeah, red square. <laughs> I'm remembering Farouk. 
Let's get let's get past those bits. I was in a rush to watch it. Oh, you just went to the fights. That's fair yeah. enough. You don't sometimes don't have the time. It's pretty tough today. Who's next? Oh, Quantum and Lockjaw. Oh, so, Quantum and Lockjaw. Oh, I, you know what I love? <coughs> Donald's, you know, he's cocky. He's back in his kind of cocky form. Uh, he I is. felt like the confidence had gone from him before. When? In the earlier times. What, other seasons? Other seasons, maybe even this season early well, on. Since, remember, he's always had a lock jaw before because his robot's called lock jaw and it has mm. a jaw that locks, okay, or a flipper. The flippy, you know, spring yeah. flipper. So a lockable jaw. Now he's obviously just snuck into um, Wheelbarrow's garage and nicked the blueprints and he's made, um, he's made Hypershock really reliable. <laughs> <laughs> So it doesn't break anymore, it just carries on going. He had a bit of an upset on his first one, knocked his confidence a bit, mm. but he's going to be back. He's got a great pit. He's got a lot of those robots. He spent the money. I don't know what he does, but I, he, he looks to me like a sort of Californian surfer. <laughs> Slash someone from Hydra. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. <laughs> like, Maybe he's like in a sleeper cell for Hydra. Yeah. And they just pay him. And next time I'm going to go near him and go, hey, hide and see what he does. So he always reminds me of a sort of, like a baddie. Um, and then, but a, but a suave one. Yeah. He's got suaveness. He does some great inventions, but he's definitely from Hydra. If there's someone you say, who's from Hydra? It's this guy. He'd be a baddie in a movie, definitely. Definitely. 100%. Um, I love the way he's softly spoken. And, he, and he's, you know, he, he knows how to build a robot. So he's definitely building a nice robot here. And I like that he's, he's, you know, he's, he's back on form. The Coopers, they're preparing. Oh, if they get stuck on us. <laughs> if they get stuck on us, then it's their problem. Where are you from? Biker Grove? Yeah, I went a bit too far up north. It's <laughs> fair enough. Yeah. And there's an arrogance there with those Coopers. <laughs> I, I still love it, though. It's to, I love do, it. it's to do with that haircut of Grant's. He he's to, makes him too cocky. So I don't play by the rules. If he was selling tea towels to you and stuff, you'd have bought the whole bag before you've known that you've been ripped off and he's run off with all your stuff. So he doesn't yeah. play by the rules. Party at the front, party at the back. Exactly. It's all over the place with him. I went to Disneyland with him, actually. Yeah. Him and his lovely family. We met the princesses. We went on the Dumbo ride. This is such a... Just Amazing. A anyway, side, <clears throat> side track. Let's talk about the fight. Did James go to Disneyland? I don't think he did. Okay. Well, I'm glad we've got that sorted. <laughs> no, he didn't. So the fight, it was, it was kind of, it was scrappy, I would say, early on. So basically, not, there was a lot of scrapping about. Um, Quantum couldn't get a bite on them. Because yeah. He was a bit too slippery. They couldn't get it, they couldn't clamp down. Quantum's got a bit of a slow bite, and mm. I think the Coopers want to change that, because they can't grip him when they need to. They, James, has, James is on the weapon, and he's got to be almost, he's got to be open enough to grab them, but not open enough that they're going to He's got to be coming down before they're even <clears throat> under him. Exactly. So... Um, now, uh, quantum stops, okay, yep. and, there's, and there's a smoke coming out the back. Uh, one of the motors is That's the guy, it. that's what happened. <clears throat> See, I haven't got any notes, and I know. Um, and the smoke came out the back, and at that point, Donald's waiting. Now, other people, this is why I think Hydra as well. He wants a KO, he wants a big. So oh, I love this. Yeah. Him really so hard. good. <laughs> it's Will Bales as well. Will Bales. Hydra. He's like the soft, handsome Hydra guy. Like a. I don't know what's you, Mr. Bales. Maybe like the scientist who got caught up in it. That guy, that tiny guy who drives the car. Anyway, um, <laughs> uh, he wallops him. And there's no contest now. You're not getting counted out because you can't move because you are broken. You know, you were saying like he waits a little bit. Mm. I think he was just winding up the weapons. Oh. <laughs> Make sure it's a nice big hit. That's Hydra. 
all over, yeah. isn't it? Definitely. Except <sighs> it didn't like obliterate him like a hydro weapon would. It didn't just like. Oh, he didn't just go into a skeleton and then disappear. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Maybe that's his waiting for the final fight. Exactly, one. exactly. Do I tell you what though? That was a good fight. Cooper's got slain. Uh, we went to Disneyland in uh, Grant hired a Tesla three, um, so that was nice. <laughs> Just but to put it on the side. A little extra, you yeah. Know, doesn't Tesla, add anything. To I mean, they're fight. so fancy. If you can get yourself a Tesla or more than one, if that's what you like. Tesla. 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 <laughs> Look at the Teslas. Um, then. They are so dreamy. Honestly, the Tesla 3 has just got a computer screen in it. It hasn't got any buttons at all. Are we sponsored by Tesla? Yeah. Amazing. Um, I'm going to get a... What colour do you want? Red? Uh, I want midnight blue. Oh, I was going to have the midnight blue. We can't have the same colour. Is that an actual colour that they do? Yeah. Oh. You'll have the red one. Anyway... um, (laughs) So, they're so dreamy. Honestly, and they drive themselves on their own. It was driving itself all the way to Disneyland. And it was really jerky. And there was a massive jerk. And I went, for fuck's sake. Sorry. Grant, what the hell? We've got your, your, you know, things in the back with us. Small child. And he went, that wasn't me. That was the car. And the car has learned to drive from everyone driving in Los Angeles. And they would drive like nutters. So it's not probably the best. Right. Self-awareness. When I watch for that. Anyway. Quantum Lost. <laughs> Little side excerpt for you there. Okay. Don't cut that. Locked your one by K. I'm almost certainly going to cut that. Don't. <clears throat> so we're getting on, we're getting on. Kraken and Blacksmith. Kraken and Blacksmith. This is a good fight, actually. I was looking at it and thinking, I'm not going to see much from this. I, I really miss when Blacksmith used to get furious. It still gets furious. Not really. Not the it same. It was really furious at the, at the start. No, but it doesn't get furious where the... I love it when the fire doesn't light and then it suddenly lights in a massive blast and then... He's getting angry. Are you saying the fire's <laughs> too reliable now? Yeah. And it's made the robot worse. Exactly. Maybe. No, I mean, to be honest, he did some great hits this time around. So many hits. So many. And I love the banging sound. You get the clonking sound of a yeah. hammer hitting. So, he, I mean, he's trying to forge some steel here. He's banging away. Kraken is actually much less crap than I ever thought. Because Kraken's actually got a bit of a bite. And you just thought it was going to fold like a bit of a, in the middle. Kraken, you think, maybe is a bit of a comedy robot. You shouldn't underestimate it, though. It's got a bit of a bite on it. Bit of a, and remember, it's not going to crush you. It's never going to be a crusher, but no. it's definitely going to be a super clamper. And once it's got and hold of you... Feed you into something. Feed you into something. Yeah, this is a fun fight. I mean, it's got Cockney Al Kindle in it. Well, he's got to let me go, hasn't he? <laughs> he did it again. He's got to let me go, hasn't he? I mean, Al must be pissed off by now. Everyone he's got so far is one that bites him and clamps him and he can't do anything. And I love it because he's not even holding the control. He just looks as I can't do anything. <laughs> he just walks over there. He's got to let me go, hasn't he? <clears throat> but Al, is, he, I mean, his robot is so agile in this fight. He's all over him. He's like a rash. He is a rash. He comes at you really fast. And he's twatting you in the head. He's, he's just a... constant. Firing at times. It was good. But, and I did like, there's one hit, a really hard hit on the top, and then they cut to the kid looking concerned. <laughs> <laughs> like a really worried look on his face. And that tiny little guy, the narwhal, he did nothing again. He did. He was about. He rolled about because he got knocked over, but who's driving that? Probably the kid. Oh, that's what it is. His robot doesn't work. Maybe it's just like, you can drive that little narwhal, and they put it down with wheels, and it never it's not even a robot. Motors, it's it? just a <laughs> little like, rubbish thing, and the kid goes, oh, it never works. Oh, yeah, it's being controller burnt out. 
And I go, oh, okay. Oh, it's broken. I'll fix it, Dad. Never fixes it. Um, yeah, so I liked, I liked looking at a child scared. That was quite Did fun. Did you like the costumes of Kraken? Yeah, they go It makes me out. want to think that costumes are important. Well, we're going to have great costumes. We are, we of course we are. Um, um, Kraken have also got a wardrobe in their crate, which is nice. Do you mean like a whole Well, bedroom? they hang all their costumes up, yeah. Oh, okay. It looks nice. nice. Fancy. Anyway. We should um, do that. When we go and we have our weird costumes, we should have costume changes too. Yeah. Because well, we know we're going to have four fights. Yeah, so we need to... Four outfits. Four outfits? Yeah. Huh. That's where the budget's going to go. Maybe some sequins, a few vents. We could maybe do like four different Elton Johns. Maybe. <laughs> For or, one fight. You know, just all of us are different Elton Johns. Or John. we could do like, we could push the Derek thing like really far and just wear like a gold suit with nothing underneath it. I love it. <laughs> I know. Like really quite tight fitting. Yeah. You know. Shove some socks down there. But if you need to, that's fine. Rock and roll. Maybe Pepper Army. <laughs> exactly. For a snack, maybe. For a snack if you're, if you're hungry. Um, so I'm going to say there was some great... This was a good battle. It was good. Um, it wasn't up to the level of, um, like, Warhead's Dragon. Yeah. That, it wasn't like that sort of epicness. But it was still good. It had some good tussling. I did like the blacksmith hammering away. And it comes down to a judge's decision... Split, because it was quite close. I didn't think it was that no, close. No, it wasn't close at all, but they wanted to make it dramatic. Um, so, um, but, you know, Kraken did drive them into the screws and drive them around and did hold on to him and grip him. Hang on. They wanted to make it dramatic? Who? Are you saying that the seven-point judge's system is not <laughs> well, legitimate and they don't use that? <laughs> no, it's not... that's not what I'm saying. Maybe the judges got together and wanted to make it dramatic. Or maybe they made a call, I don't know. Don't put words in my mouth. I don't have to. No, you did. You're trying to misconstrue me. If you were a dessert, you'd be a misconstrual. <laughs> Covered in cream. Oh. <laughs> Moving on. Endgame and Ribbit. Endgame and Ribbit. Now, the Endgame guys, I've warmed to them now. Um, <laughs> fun guys. I like the accents. You can go and talk to them. It's like talking to colonists. You know, you've got to sort of... <laughs> How's it going then in the fields? No. <laughs> what? <laughs> Scrap that. Um, so, Ribot. Ribot is actually a bit of a good robot in disguise. I love Ribot, though. He's got, got four got different the, weapons. Uh, but what you need to remember... Four is different it? weapons. He's got a wedge. Those legs and arms. <clears throat> they're not weapons. <laughs> no, they're, they're distractions. Oh, OK. To make the boring robot a really good robot. But the most important thing about all of this is WPI. Apparently, that's the university. They sponsor Paul Ventimiglia. Yep. He went there himself. Yeah. So this is a quality university. It's a, a university that has a bit of clout. Prestige. Calibre. And they're producing some amazing things. Paul oh. Ventimiglia, for one. <laughs> if you've produced Paul Ventimiglia, <laughs> you don't really need to do anything else. No. You know if you've made a masterpiece... You know, like when you're a, like a builder or a maker or a forger or a blacksmith and you work your way up or a jeweller or a painter or a painter and you make something one day, which is so amazing. You think, do you know what? I'm going to have to snap my paintbrush because I don't think I could do this again. I've, I've reached my peak. And that's what WPI did when they produced Paul Ventimiglia. But then he are came. they peaking again now? Well, maybe, but I don't think so. 
There's too many of them in there. Where's the Paul amongst they sp- that group? They spread him too thin. He spread too thin. Now, um, the team captain, Mr. Jin. Now, is he related to Gary Jin Original Sin? Or is he a clone? Or is he a clone of him? I don't know. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to say not. I think it's Jin with a J. And Gary Jin Original Sin is G with a G. As in the, the liquor, liquor, liquor. Anyway, they may or may not be related. And let's not start a rumour like I did with the Ice Wave people. <laughs> That's not his wife, by the way. <laughs> he turned up and like, I went, oh, shit, it's not even that one. And it's not even the one I thought it was. So there you go. There's a lot of argy-bargy in this fight. And uh, you're going to think that Endgame are going to be the dominant guys. But they get it taken to them. They get it taken to them. They lose drive, whack after whack after whack, and they're all done. And I love in this fight, there's a concerned guy. Who's the concerned guy? There's a concerned endgame guy after that first massive hit when he goes flying off into the... nearly out of the arena. They use that the word replay. again, by the way. We'll ignore that. It must be trendy or something. I don't know why. <laughs> They've never used it. it before. I've never heard them use it. They've used it in every single fight now. Every single fight. Episode. You mean, not fight. No, every episode, sorry. Maybe. So the belt comes off end endgame yeah. at some point. <clears throat> after a pounding from Ribbit. Exactly. And then Endgame just kind of waves. It does its thing, it's got nothing left. A little it? wavy time. Did they add that, did that get added on? No, that originally it was wearing sunglasses, wasn't it, in the first fight? And then that got broken uh, in the fight, and now it's just one arm of the glasses left. Nice. To try and self-fight them. It didn't work. They no. were broken. Their drive's broken. Everything's broken. KO'd. Bad times. Sad times. They've lost two in a row now, haven't they? Oh, Endgame. Huh. They, were the, they were the great hope last year. They yeah. came all with their box of sunglasses, like, oh, we're going to be powerful. But this guy's, you know, is the Desperado the route for them as well now? Maybe. <clears throat> Who'd win between them and Bombshell? Well, then. <laughs> Bombshell can barely drive <laughs> and keeps getting turned over. Sorry, Bombshell. I hope you get better. Sad. <laughs> Sad times. We're near the end. Tombstone and Sawblaze. There's not a lot we need to say about this fight. Tombstone is Tombstone. Jason yeah. Go, we've talked about him before. He's got some powerful goodness to him. They didn't. What like... I really liked about this fight Go on. was when Jameson took it to Ray and properly shafted him at the beginning. The like, first hit. He was all over him. Right? And Ray looked. Ray, you turn around to Ray, he was shitting. I've never seen Ray poo himself before. He pooed no. his pants, wasn't he? A little bit came No. Uh, I think those need to change it. Maybe like a nugget of Nesquik. Yeah. Not like a huge... Not, not a whole piece, but there was a squirt. So he was actually really worried. He thought, I'm going to lose this. I've never seen him lose all his confidence like that. It was drained like a tap. Drained out of him. All the colour went from him. And I thought, oh, Ray, he looked a little bit older. A little bit more sort of... Well, I don't know if he looked older. He did for a second. Brief no, second, just... I saw into his soul. No, I saw into his soul. And Maybe there was fear there. Because when the Reaper comes to call, he ain't got no friends. And his name's Paul. Ventimiglia. Exactly. The Reaper. Who's <laughs> the Reaper? Um, anyway, so... Um, but then Ray re-establishes his <laughs> Ray! But then he goes around and he turns back to him within seconds and suddenly Ray's on the top and he's like... <laughs> After that, that hammer gets in the way, splits him up... <clears throat> Um, He's all good. Ray's face, his confidence comes back into him. He fills up. You know, like in the film Sunshine, when they restart the sun and it... 
when it comes back. No. You need to watch it. It's amazing. Very good film. Anyway, the sun restarts and everything's a bit depressed. And suddenly, boom, it's sunny again. It's warm. You've got a big glow. And that's, that's Ray. And then... He ignited. <clears throat> yeah, it was good. It was good. And he was smiling and he was all... <laughs> ready you to go. a little bit more? <laughs> he would have given him some more. And then everything. there's like this vicious cycle where Ray shows his bot, kind of goes around in an arc, hits him, shows his bot, goes around in an arc, well, hits him. Jameson, once he's got fixated on And there's nothing you it, can do. No, don't chase him. That's the thing. Don't chase him. There's nothing you can do. You need point. to drive around the front of him. Drive around the side of him. You can't because he just spins around. No, so if you're, if you're going towards his ass, he's showing his butt, right? Don't go right. for his butt. Drive around him and come in from the side. So as he swings around on you, you're hitting him front on still. <laughs> I'm going to really have to train John Reed up to this because he's going to go for his butt every time he does it. I can see it's like, you know when you've got a dog at the park? He yeah. wants to smell another dog's butt. He does. I mean, I've not had a dog in a very long time, so I'm allergic. And so are you, actually. Um, but generally, my, my experience with dogs is that people who own dogs, they watch them do their business all the time. Yep. Because that's part of having a dog, watching it poo. There must be something about they must really enjoy holding a... Warm poo. Yeah, like a burrito. Warm poo. Like, yeah, just like a burrito. Um, and then they watch their dog have a poo, but then other dogs come along, that dog smells its butt. So that's... What, I mean, maybe you can't help it. Maybe Ray turns around and goes... And shows you it, and they where have you been, buddy? And I go, oh, that park, that smells nice. I want to go, then boom, he's bitten you. Hey. He spun around on you and bitten you. Cool. He oh, said, God, I was thinking about <coughs> the nice dog times. Exactly, and I, that's how Ray does it. Distracts you with his butt. Mm. Fair enough. Tombstone wins by KO, obviously. Exactly. Um, and Jameson's got a lot of work to fix that, I think. Mm. It does look pretty slain. You better get going. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Jameson, it's time to go. Fix your bot. It's time for us to go. It is. Next week we're going to have the bonus fight. Yep. Which is Death Roll and Foxtrot. Yep. We'll get into that next week. <laughs> we'll talk about that then. Yeah. Because um, we haven't seen it. No. And uh, yeah, that's it really for this week. It's all quiet on the Western Front. No questions. No questions. Okay. That means we get to knock off early. We'll watch for snipers and we'll continue to patrol. <laughs> we will. For Make questions. Some sort of clever hat, head camouflage. Yeah. Uh, anything you want to talk about before we head off? Any events involving Curtis Wammer? Oh, Curtis. He still hasn't told us, you see. Or did he? He did. Is, is it Kilobots? Um, let's hold it. Is that as usual? I let's... mean, he's apparently been in touch with you about doing no, some he... events. He did. You're, and good, well done for reminding me. And uh... this, oh, also, um, we're going to put a link up because this whole thing has been um, Proto Labs is the sponsor. Proto Labs is Duck's sponsor. I mean, Proto Labs, they do uh, the world's fastest source for custom prototypes and production parts 3D printing, CNC machining, and injection molding. And they did an amazing job. They did an amazing job on some of the parts for Duck. How to design them. They manufactured them. Um, and some of the parts, I actually thought he'd bought off the shelf. I said, oh, these are lovely parts. Where'd you get them? They, you know, they look German. They look like a really nice manufactured piece. Um, and actually, the bits, some of the gearboxes are manufactured, but the parts that go with them actually are designed by Hal, made by Proto Labs, And they look like actual full production pieces. So that was pretty cool. So um, I guess check them out if you're into that sort of thing. Yeah. 
Uh, it's not for me, really. Uh, so we've got Kilobots, which is in 2019, which is the Canadian... What date in 2019? It's on Saturday the 10th and the 11th of August in Prairieland Park. So Kilobots is coming up. So oh, what This is do... Curtis Wanner, Fingertech Robotics. Yeah, Curtis Wanner, Fingertech Robotics from... He's got, if you look Kilobots up, so K-I-L-O-Bots.com or go on Facebook and find the page. If you're in Canada, you want to build a bot or even if you're in the rest of the world, you want to build a bot and you want to enter it, they've got slots open still. They have, have they? <clears throat> so... Um, I'm sure they'd be really happy to see you. Cool. So find it. I think, is that like the Saskatchewan fighting robot people? Exactly. Those it is, guys. I've got, I just got Sask written there. It says dot, dot, dot. So I wasn't going to say the rest Saskatchewan. of it. Saskatchewan. Saskatchewan. Um, Canadian-based robot fighting. There you go. Lightweights, featherweights. It's going to be exciting. So I think they had a live up. stream up before, so maybe put that oh, in your diary. That would be good. Did you say the 10th of August? 10th and 11th of August. There you go. Put that in the diary. Exactly. Um, and I think that's the only thing anyone's written in about. We're going to build his robots, aren't we? We are. We're going to film it. We said we owed ages ago. We actually are going to do it. We're going to do it. Going to go in the shop and do a YouTube. We're oh. going to go to your shop. Yeah. Not the robot room because that <laughs> no. doesn't exist anymore. No, that's a sort of swanky office. Now. And we're going to fix my car. Yeah. Because your wheel trim came off. Because my wheel trim came off. And actually, the, a lot of the trim on my car is hanging off. It's flaky. At this point. So we're going to fix my car. We probably won't put that on inside the bot. No, you're not interested in that. That's a car. Um, but we will build two exactly. Tech Vipers. It's time to go. And no, it's oh. not. I was talking to Curtis. They're always like out of stock, the Fingertech Vipers. Okay. He reckons there's a new shipment coming in soon. Oh, okay. So if you want to get a bit of a... He says they always sell out. And I said, well, you're basically printing money. Why don't you um, just like buy more of them? That would be the sensible thing in business. He's too busy, too many projects. What? What, too busy to make money? Hello, exactly. Curtis. What are you? If you want to, you know, we'll take over the printing press. Exactly. Well, no, we don't want to do it ourselves. We'll take over some of the profits. 10% from everything now on all sales. Just... <laughs> if we get 10% of all sales from all things, like Heinz and like um, Battlebot supporters, now we've got Curtis's one, we could be millionaires. Another only fours and fours. <laughs> exactly. Stop yeah. it. 10% of everything is ours. Good. Coming your way soon. Okay. Right. Have a good one. Cool. Good episode. See you next week. I've been with Cedric. I'm Gabe. <laughs> this has been Inside the Box. Of the fame, the duck fame.